Hello? Lauren, do you want to come over to my house tonight? Did you hear about Tiger Woods cheating on his wife? I love Type to Learn. What was your Type to Learn school? At 69, I meant to say 96. <laughs> and I have not seen one frosted tip. Boys, I need to see those tips frosted immediately. Look at me. Look at, look at me. Frosted tips by this time tomorrow or you're out. I'm just standing in my apartment in New York City looking outside of the Twin Towers, which are fine. Which are fine. <laughs> just looking at the Twin Towers because they're still there. <laughs> so... I just went through the seven circles of hell to get the audio started. This podcast is actually very realistic to the early 2000s because Cassie and I are operating on (laughs) probably early 2000s equipment. Equipment from the early 2000s, truly. Uh Uh-huh. Oh my god, now my computer's not going to shut the hell up. Quiet computer that's failing me. Silence you. I realized we needed to actually introduce ourselves at the beginning because we sound the same. We, yeah. <laughs> I've okay. heard from multiple people that they can't distinguish yeah. who's who. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, hello, everyone. Welcome back to What in the Y2K. I'm Lauren. And I am Cassie. And yes. that probably doesn't even help. No. If you really think we sound <laughs> the same and you don't know us intimately, um, it's not going to matter us saying our names, but, you know, maybe with time. Maybe we'll get there. Okay. It's been a wild ride Mm -hmm. this past, this week. Yes. Um, How have you been, Lauren? What's what's going through your your mind? I have been having a jolly good time. Oh, that's good. Um, Everything (laughs) in my life is a mess and Uh my work is so stressful and busy right now. And I'm Uh and I'm moving. Yeah, everything's really good. Really stellar. Wonderful. And um, how are you doing? I'm great. Um, I do want to say your eyebrows look fantastic, if it's any consolation to your terrible week. Yeah, your eyebrows are on point. (laughs) Doing their best. Um, Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. I'm pretty good. I just came back from my trip to see, to see, to (laughs) be in my brother's wedding. He just got married, um, which is wonderful news. And I'm back now at home, just, you know, living life back to normal i guess welcome home thank you welcome back to reality snap back um, to reality snap back to reality <laughs> oh there goes gravity oh okay so let me tell you about let me tell you listeners a story uh-huh. cassie and i when we were hanging out at cassie's house the other week when i was flewed out to see her <laughs> flewed out. we tried to record yeah flewed out we tried to record a halloween episode in costume it was super cute mm-hmm. like on camera and all of that footage may or may not be lost, or at least like ninety percent of it. Yeah. So we're looking into that, but um, it's being in the event into. that if we can't give you anything, just know that we tried, and I want you to feel a warm, fuzzy feeling in your soul that we yes. tried. And, and unfortunately, we the entire episode was completely reliant on photos that we were hoping to put up um, yeah. on the video. So even if we don't recover the video footage. We can't really use the audio because you need to look at photos. Right. So it's kind of a mess. Incredible. But you know what? Women in STEM. Women in STEM, we are trying. (laughs) Okay. And I don't want anybody to say we're not trying. Yeah. And we are trying. And that's the truth. And that's Um, all that matters. But if we can't recover the video footage, maybe we'll kind of redo what we did on there, but in a more audio friendly way. Yes. Um, For the meantime. And anyways, 
I feel like we're just going to vibe this episode. We have a topic, which we're going to kind of explore early 2000s Halloween culture because Mm -hmm. it's Halloween era. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about our favorite Halloween shows growing up. And I think also what we like to watch now. But there's also a couple things I feel like we need to address Mm -hmm. that I took notes about. Well, let me try and log in here. Why am I even logged out? I don't know. Of like housekeeping items. Housekeeping. One that I can remember right now is remember how we were talking about the animorphs in our Scholastic episode. Oh yes, yes. Did you didn't watch that TikTok I sent you about? I it, did, did not. You? I've been avoiding it for weeks. So, <laughs> so the gods sent me a TikTok after that episode because TikTok can hear your thoughts and conversations and mm-hmm. everything about you. Mm-hmm. Um, of this guy just like talking about how wild the animorph series was, and so I learned a couple things. First of all. Okay, if this guy lied in this TikTok, I'm going to be spewing misinformation because I don't feel like verifying this right now. No. Guess how many Animorph books there are. Um, I would guess around like 30, but that sounds... Okay. If you're asking me, it's probably a lot more. 54 books. Oh, wow. And, and those came out between the years 1996 and May 2001. So he, he, she, whoever released 54 books in five five years. years. Oh my God. Meanwhile, I've been waiting on the new Song of Ice and Fire, Game of Thrones, for those of you who only watched the show book. It's been 10 years that George R.R. Martin has been writing that book. Maybe he should talk to the author of Animorphs because I feel like they had to have been in like a manic state or something. What was going on? Oh my god, what were they doing? Like, what were they on to have created 54 books of the Animorphs series? What would possess a person? I don't know. In five years. K.A. Applegate is the author. I believe it's a woman. And apparently they're all about, like, they're about, like, alien invasion of, like, these things that make the people turn into animals, basically. It's like anti-war propaganda. Like a lot of the stories are very anti-war. Like it like tells, it's basically like war horrors happen to them, I guess, all the time. And it like teaches you lessons about how like how horrifying warfare is and how not worth it is and everything. Well, I love Um, that. But I had no idea. Like I thought they were just a silly, goofy time. And I also thought that they were like standalone books. But apparently it's like an ongoing series across 54 books. So it's like like, there's a It's one continuous storyline. And apparently what? there's, yeah, some sh- some shit goes down. So maybe now I have to read the Animorph series, so although perhaps, it feels a little daunting to read 54 <laughs> books. I have to read 54 books of the Animorph series. <laughs> exactly. That TikTok was by Pat Lawler, if any of you guys want to go watch it, because he went into a way longer deep dive. What was the other thing I wanted to bring up? I wish I could log into my Google account. <laughs> that would be, that would be... Is that so much to ask right now? Here's the truth. I don't know my Google login password. <laughs> I just do two-step verification every single time. And that's because I'm just a girl. Why would I know my password? Why would you need to know your password? Okay. My phone, my phone lets me in. Okay. (laughs) That's all that matters. I click a little button on my silly cell phone (laughs) and then my computer, it, it goes. So come on, girl. And that's why phones (sighs) are superior. And that's why they're taking over computers, because they let you log into things without needing a password. And it's actually sad how cripplingly attached we are to, like, our phones and to internet and stuff. Because I'm currently, I'm moving right now, and I'm realizing that, like, the first most pressing thing that I need, like, arguably more than, like, anything else, I guess water and electric, but Wi-Fi immediately. Like, I need it. 
the day I move in, yep. I need it to be up and running. And people have to come install like a cable. Yeah, that sounds that sounds archaic. <laughs> Somebody has to past... come to my house and put a cable in my house. Can't can't send you just... me the cable. <laughs> don't send care me the cable. Wrong. I'll DIY it. I'll okay? DIY I don't know it. my Google password, but I will <laughs> DIY the the fiber cable. <laughs> Girls in STEM. Um, oh, also, okay. Also, t- update on the Scholastic thing. I briefly googled this to fact check. It looks real, but I don't know all the details uh-huh. but basically scholastic agreed to cooperate with states that are doing book bans to opt out of providing quote unquote diverse titles in the fairs that go to those schools or like provided to those schools so that's pretty fucked up yeah that is so fucked up. remember Boo, when we scholastic. were talking about exactly that ceo who looks like the rugrats grandpa fuck that guy fuck by that the rugrats way. grandpa fuck the ram- let okay, the children read rugrats grandpa yeah exactly banned books piss me off so bad dude for that's real like- so dystopian anyways banned books what do you mean you're gonna ban this book <laughs> they're like well there's like if there's a queer character in this book banned children can't read that oh. um that was our update on scholastic yeah i think that's all the updates that i had animorphs is crazy scholastic sucks <laughs> and that's about where we're at mm-hmm. okay so we want to explore early 2000s via movies because i feel like all and shows because all things in my life are d- defined by what media i was consuming mm-hmm so, Cassie, what are some standout Halloween movies or shows from when you were a kid for Halloween time? Okay. Anything that's, like, really nostalgic nowadays? Yes, very much. So, I don't necessarily think about shows, per se, because I think, honestly, I was just a movie girl when I was a kid. I would watch, like, things like Hannah Montana, you know, the Disney Channel. Um, right. But as far as Halloween-specific, I would probably say, like, Halloween Town is a classic and i will always watch it obviously Uh, for a Uh lot of people um hocus pocus is a classic but i i didn't see that until college way later damn so i love that movie but like it's for me not nostalgia um and then funny enough (laughs) some of my favorite as a child um movies to watch around halloween time were like beetlejuice i loved beetlejuice so much Mm-hmm. And then I also loved The Ring. Yeah, we were talking about what we the fuck did. was up with that. Yeah, I loved The Ring. <laughs> and then I loved When a Stranger Calls. I would love to watch those around Halloween time. And also kind okay. of just in general because... Okay. Um, I don't know. But Beetlejuice the- was like number one. Okay. Yeah. Beetlejuice is a really good one. It's a really good one. Um, I'm a little bit flipped where I didn't see Beetlejuice until I was older. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. I don't I don't really know why, but I saw Hocus Pocus as a kid, so that one's very nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. And I did like the new Hocus Pocus. I like, did too. The point of Hocus fun. Pocus is, is they are camp. They're yes. so camp, and that's why they're good. Yes. So I don't and... want to hear a single, a single slander of Hocus Pocus, because if you don't get Hocus Pocus, then you don't get camp. And it's true. It's, not it's for you. so true. And I heard a lot of people were upset with the movie, because at the end, like the witches turn out to help the the kids but it's like yeah it's a kids movie it's about witches through like the lens of a a child yeah and i don't recall that they really helped i feel like she just chose like to be with her sisters basically yes at the new one the end of the new one but they kind of were like i don't know i I feel like they stuck true to the sanderson sisters i agree and I, I loved the little intro of like when they were young. Oh my god, it was so cute. And the the like so little cute. musical number, I loved that. Oh my god, the one way or another. <laughs> yes. I actually bopped to that in my car. Right? It's so good. It's, 
It's a banger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus are like the most vibey yes. setting. Yes. For me to like feel nostalgic and good about Halloween. Mm-hmm. I was okay, this is another thing we're gonna have live reaction. Open your TikTok app on your phone right now. Look at the most recent video I sent you and tell me if you recognize this Halloween movie from our childhood. Because I thought this was kind of a fever dream for a number of years. Okay. And I don't know many, I don't know how many people know this. I can't remember if it played on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon or what the fuck. I don't know where it came from. Oh. Do you recognize that I don't recognize this at all. Damn it. Okay. So this, it looks like one of those, um, the like, (laughs) <laughs> what is it no papa johnny johnny no, pa, yes pa, pa. yeah it's so <laughs> <laughs> that is about the caliber of, of animation yes yes we're working it looks with. just like that just like a, a vampire family <laughs> exactly so it's called scary godmother halloween spooktacular okay <laughs> And it bangs. It's such a good movie. It's like such cozy, such early 2000s vibes. But I don't know where it came from. It looks like it came out in 2003. Scary Godmother Halloween Spooktacular kind of implicates that there's other Scary Godmother movies. So I don't really know. But it's like there's this little girl who's cute and she's a princess. And she basically like discovers this witch. And the witch has like these monster friends. And they're all like chilling at her house for a Halloween party. Mm -hmm. And the little girl is like chilling and vibing with them. And she's like one with them. And they're super cool. And her brother and his friend are very like anti-witch. And they're honestly just kind of overall dicks. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't remember the rest of the plot. But I remember that was like... I don't, that was the perfect early 2000s vibe whenever I think back on it. Cause it was like my early childhood years. There's this part also in that where like the mean kid like makes a scary face and his face gets stuck like that. <laughs> oh, the, has like yeah. A the classic eyebrow face the whole time. Yeah, the classic threat. If you guys are listening, I do need you to Google this movie right now so you can see <laughs> what exactly these characters look like because. No, Papa. Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, no, Papa. <laughs> it looks exactly like that. If you know, if you know, you know. And if you don't know, Google. And if you that don't know what well. we're talking about, you're probably like, "What the fuck <laughs> are you saying? Why? Why are you singing this song?" I assume everybody's as chronically online as I am. I do too. And if you're not, I need you to stop being outside. I need you to step it up. More time on the internet, okay? (laughs) Stop having friends. We all need to spend more time on our phones these days. (laughs) People just don't want to be on their phones these days. (laughs) Speaking of bad animation, but absolute banger movie. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say bad animation. It's just different. Uh Monster House. Oh my god, I loved Monster House. That is one of the best movies ever. It that stands one so up to good. this day. Mm-hmm. If you rewatch it today, like I still like crack up at some of the jokes that I even missed as a kid. Uh-huh. Like one of my favorite lines is, you know, the main character is DJ and Chowder. DJ is uh-huh. voiced by Michael Musso, I think, who is yes. the guy in uh, Hannah, Hannah Montana. Montana. He like calls DJs like, DJ, where are your parents right now? And he goes, my dad's at the pharmacy and my mom's at the movies with her personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> That is an aware child. (laughs) It's such a good movie. Yes. Highly recommend rewatching that. That's a really Um, good one. We had that on DVD at my my grandma's house. And I remember it scared the shit out of my younger sister. But Mm -hmm. then she, my younger sister grew to like completely adore this movie like I do. Because the old man is scary as shit. Played by Steve Buscemi. Yes. How do you say his last name? Buscemi? Buscemi is what I say. Buscemi? Or Buscemi? I don't know. 
I'm gonna Bus- upset somebody. Buschetti? Buschetti? The, the Spaghetti? Steve Buschetti stands are coming out of the woodwork. They're gonna come for us. No! <laughs> I, I grouped that movie for some reason in all of the, which are also amazing Halloween movies from, from childhood, all of the Tim Burton movies. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why. Like, Nightmare Before Christmas, love that movie. Uh, Corpse uh-huh. Bride. Ugh, these are all on my list, too. Um, I feel like being a 2000s child, Tim Burton is the definition of yes, part of your personality, but yes. especially your personality around Halloween yes, time. Yes, very much. If you are a Jack Skellington stan, you're a special person. And... <laughs> And maybe see a therapist. And maybe also see a therapist. I respect you, but I also pity you. <laughs> if you're still wearing Nightmare Before Christmas merch, that's okay. That's okay. But, you know, Brittany Broski was saying Jack Skellington is the ideal man. <laughs> she's, she's like, he's very tall. But I could break his legs like little sticks. Like <laughs> the, I, the man that basically every woman wants right now is like the tall, dark, and skinny yeah, he's tall, dark, and handsome, like Pete, okay? Pete Davidson, but like... Pete Davidson. Not Pete sad. Davidson is actually just a recurring theme in our top in our episodes. It when have we talked about he... Pete Davidson before? Because he looks like Salad Fingers. We talked oh, last that's episode. that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody wants to date Salad Fingers. What is up with that? Maybe that's, maybe that's why people are down for Pete Davidson. He looks oh. like a Tim Burton character. Truly. He really does. He, d- he really does. Um, is Sweeney Todd a Tim Burton production? Because that's another one of my I fucking I don't believe it ever. is, but that is a wonderful but movie. But it's got Johnny Depp as the main character and Helena Bonham Carter. Let and me, that's... Tim Google Burton's that. always cooking those two up. Right? He was like, Tim Burton, please sleep with my wife. <laughs> please, Johnny Burton. Depp. Johnny Depp. If Johnny you do Depp, not please. sleep with my wife... <laughs> it's over for it's me. It's over. Oh my god, the director was Tim Burton. I had no idea. Okay, that's what I thought. Because okay. if they're if those two bitches are together, you know Tim Burton is lurking. Is behind. Yeah. He's a cuck. Okay. <laughs> he, is, he is a cuck. He's either a cuck or absolutely yearning for a threesome, including Johnny Depp, <laughs> With which Johnny aren't we Depp. all? Hey, we've all been there. Actually, man. nope. Yeah. Recently Johnny Depp, no. Thank you. No. But past um, Johnny before? Depp. Probably. Absolutely. I also really like Sleepy Hollow with um johnny depp Mm -hmm. even though that one is it's so slow it's like borderline boring but you just have to like buckle up for the vibes yeah that's a really kind of gives like a yeah it gives kind of like a crucible vibe Mm -hmm. you know and then edward scissorhands of course which do you consider that one a christmas movie or a halloween movie it's on the same lines of like nightmare before christmas right i i think i would consider both of them both i I, i'm one of the bitches that's on the fence Okay, okay, yeah. fence sitter. Fence, bitch. I, with both movies, strongly Halloween. My okay. take is if it has a spooky vibe... It's Halloween. It's Halloween. We're not yeah. having spooky vibes at Christmas, okay? You know what? Actually, I've changed my answer. I also agree that it's Halloween. Yeah, like, I don't want to feel spooky in, in Christmas. By Christmas time, the seasonal depression is absolutely, like, whooping your ass. Yeah, and you need to pick me up. <laughs> you you want to feel jolly, yes. okay? If yeah. I watch a horror movie at Christmas time, it's over for me. <laughs> You'll never see I'm, me again. I'm already sitting like Bella when Edward leaves her with the camera just spinning around. Yep. It's a possibility. <laughs> That's already me yes. by like November. So uh-huh. you can imagine by everyone says move to the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Let me tell you a sidebar real quick about the Pacific Northwest. Go ahead. 
everyone, I have moved here a little over a year, oh, like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Every bitch that I meet who's from here is either in denial about the depression or honest about it, where they're like, oh, yeah, you're just... Because I asked them, I'm like, does the darkness half the year of, like, no sun, gray and cloudy every day, does it bother you? Half the people will be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm depressed half the year. You got to get, like, some vitamin D supplements, get a happy lamp, do your best. Um, <laughs> like, a, like a little plant. And, yeah. And then the other half of people are in denial. And it, it, they're like, no, I don't. It never bothers me. I just kind of, like, hole up and, like, go into, like, my, my goblin mode and just, like, do my indoor activities. <laughs> and, and like, I get really sound like depression to you. <laughs> my, my hygiene falls off and I don't speak to anyone and I get really malnourished. And I never want to do like, any of the things that I love. <laughs> and I never want to talk to any like, of my family. And they're like, yeah, but it literally doesn't bother me. But it's and I'm so like, fine. Yeah. And I, it reminds me of in Parks and Recreation when Ben is depressed, but he's in denial and he, like, makes that claymation <laughs> oh video God, yes. that's, like, half second long and he's like i'm not depressed could a depressed person make this and holds up the claymation doll that's everybody in portland and people in portland do have like crazy hobbies and stuff and i think that's why he's a goth every yeah everybody's goth here everybody's depressed and i'm sick of them telling me that it doesn't bother them because they're lying okay that's my sidebar and i think i got through almost all of my favorite halloween movies from childhood corpse bride too obviously corpse bride is wonderful yeah i I which is again Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter. Yes. I yeah, and Beetlejuice is also Tim Burton. So maybe Tim Burton is just the Halloween guy. I mean, we've been new. He is. We've been new. He's probably such he's probably got some skeletons in his closet. Oh my god, I I'm don't sure. even I don't even want to look into it. Like, yeah, no. I'm pretty much every every man every famous every man. Every, not all men, but basically every but basically man. Every of every of them. <laughs> Every of them. Especially famous men. Especially famous, successful men. It's because any, like, humans are corrupted by power. Yes. And men any... have more power. Exactly. On the patriarchy scale. And they already have power them. over women. And then, yeah, when they when they gain more power because they're famous and successful, it's like, it mm-hmm. just explodes. So, And that is actually the scariest truth of the Halloween and season, ladies and gentlemen. the spookiest movie of the Halloween season. <laughs> Nothing Reality. is scarier than patriarchy. <laughs> Wake uh, up. Uh-huh. Wake up, sheeple. Sheeple. <laughs> we're going to turn into a... We're going to turn into a woke podcast. We're going to be like the manosphere. Yes. <laughs> the womanosphere. <laughs> okay. Real quick, I want to run through my current recommendation for all of you this actually isn't a recommendation this is actually the law yeah of what is going to be your new fall season watching lineup yeah and i'm not taking questions there'll be no questions at this time no comments this is an ordinance Mm -hmm. and you will obey Mm -hmm. so the absolute most important thing that you watch every fall is over the garden wall absolutely (laughs) it listen to me listen to me right now because i know right now you're like i'm not gonna watch it like i don't really feel like getting to a new show shut up and look at me. Look at me in the eyes. I know what's best for you. It is my favorite content ever. I didn't watch it till I was an adult. It is a short animated series that was initially made as like a commercial break special in the fall on Cartoon Network. It is incredible. It's funny and witty and brilliant. The artwork is beautiful. The soundtrack is beautiful. And it's a beautiful story. Each episode is like 10 or 15 minutes and there's like eight of them. You can breeze so just through go it, watch in, it in no time. It's so yeah. it's so easy to watch. 
And it'll change your life. And it's also not super confined to Halloween. Like, you can watch it anytime during the fall season. No, it's totally just your fall. It'll get you right into the fall spirit. It really, like, I have so, I've struggled this past year, especially with, like, feeling any kind of, like, special holiday vibes. Like, I'm just stressed Mm -hmm. all the time, you know? And, like, nothing is making me feel festive at all. And that's so sad. But, you know, what will? Over the garden wall. Every single time. The actual worst withdrawal that white women can go through is not feeling the hal- or the fall spirit <laughs> and aesthetic. White women, we actually it's, shrivel up and die and we actually, crumble and blow away in the wind like dust. It's actually a tragedy. If we don't get our little flat-brimmed hats on and our little booties with our, our infinity <laughs> scarves. And a pumpkin spice drink. And a pumpkin Christian, spice drink. <laughs> if we don't see the Instagram photos from that Christian girl autumn influencer... Mm-hmm. It's over. It's over for us. Yeah. We like extreme age as if we are Gothel from Rapunzel, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. We crumble away. Anyways, that's my biggest recommendation. Then I would just recommend any of the ones we mentioned from childhood yes. because they get you into the fall spirit. And let me tell you something. I've already talked about how I'm not a huge horror fan. I don't really love horror movies around Halloween. Like I said, I kind of got burnt out on them. Mm. I want to feel like a joyous childlike like a wonder around kind of. yeah, yeah, whimsical. Yeah. If we want to talk about like scary and like disturbed me to my core and I thought about it for a year and it's like one of the most beautiful pieces I've ever seen, Haunting of Hill House. On that Netflix. is a wonderful show. Actually, I'm just going to assume everybody's that watched creator. that. Yeah. Yeah. They're both incredible. Bly Manor also scared the, the fucking, the fucking woman who walks at night yes. scared the oh, dick Jesus out of me. In the shots throughout that show, there's like a continuous plague doctor that's just in the background if you but he's never addressed it's he's just like in the dark shots of the show he'll be just standing in the background (laughs) behind the characters and it's so creepy and i like i don't know that that part really got me too those ones are so those like scarred me to my core but -hmm. in like a beautiful poetic kind of way yes they combine so much like family trauma and like like real dark human shit of mm-hmm. like the dark shit we go through mentally and they make it like physically embodied. Oh my God, it's so good. But I it can't. also, it doesn't end like, like the stories behind all of the ghosts in the house, they're not super brutal. They're not like that horrific, you know? No. But it is just haunting and it is yeah. beautiful, like the way that they do it without yeah. adding like that element of, of trauma like a lot of horror movies do. There is trauma, but it's very much like, I don't know, like so real and human and like very relatable stuff that we go through and like does such a beautiful job of portraying like childhood wounds and childhood traumas and the way that they haunt you like ghosts into your adult life. And it's and it can manifest as like addiction or depression Mm -hmm. or all these things. And it's so crazy. Anyways, that's a good one, but not whimsical. If you want to feel whimsical, do not watch those. (laughs) Um, although I kind of, you guys have watched it, right? Tell me it, the truth. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Tell the truth. <laughs> um, what else do I recommend in my lineup these days? I I have one that I yes. actually haven't seen in a second, and I'm so disappointed in myself, which would be, and the, the story is a little weird, but I still love it, would be Crimson Peak. Which we, I was hoping you were going <laughs> to say have. that. Oh! Lauren and I, okay, we discovered this movie while we were in college. We went to go see it together. And I think we saw it like probably three times. Yeah, and then we went back to the theater. Bought it immediately when it came out. And this, like, mm-hmm. it is a Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's such a piece of art. Like the shots, it's, the colors, the cinematography, the, the, the Tom music. Hiddleston's ass. Tom Hiddleston's bare ass is on the screen. <laughs> Let's hear it for Tom Hiddleston's bare ass. <laughs> the applause. So yeah, oh, it's, um, such a good movie. it's so stunning. And like the story is there's like such a cra- like weird weird twist at the end but yeah, yeah oh my god it's so good it's such a good it movie is. it's really good and it's stunning I, too it is stunning pan's labyrinth by I guillermo love, del toro yes. is another f- favorite of mine i love pan's labyrinth yeah that one i feel like is beautiful dark in a little in a slightly more whimsical way that even one though is. it is still quite dark i would say it's more like adult whimsical <laughs> Yeah, not so much yeah. Child. Crimson Peak is less whimsical, but it's got like this dark, gothic, romantic. I don't know. It's really good. You gotta watch it. It's yes. um, what's that main actress's name? Mia Wasikowska. Some yeah, she's she was... from like Alice in Wonderland. Yes, the live action Alice in Wonderland. She's wonderful. And it's got in that. it's got our queen Jessica Chastain. Yes. It's it's a really good one. It's yeah. aesthetically beautiful, yes. even if you hate the plot. And it's also like, and if you are there for the plot, like the. I I really like the only kind of romantic movies that I like are like rom-coms because they're stupid and like they're kind of lighthearted, yeah. you know, but that yeah. Crimson Peak has a romance in it that just like, I don't know, it makes you feel for the characters and you feel like you're in that romance, like you feel their passion yeah. you know? and you feel the betrayal and you, and you feel, feel the betrayal. Like yeah, it's good. Oh, it's, it's so such good. A good movie. I haven't heard a lot of hype around it. I don't know how popular it actually is, but um, I love it's it. for the girls. It it's is. totally for the girls. Oh, yeah. I, c- I never trust movie reviews anyways, because they usually come from like men. Mm-hmm. Those are who are considered like the professional movie critics. Crimson Peak is for the girls. It is. Did the you see that days. TikTok? Exactly. Did you see that TikTok th- um, about Halloween Town? It's I don't know what podcast it is. I'm so sorry. I think it's two gay men talking and they're like, I'm going to say something and you hate when I say this. It's like <laughs> naming every character in Halloween Town. He's like gay. Like Marnie Cromwell, gay. gay. <laughs> every single one. Even the bad guy, what's his name? Calabar, yeah, gay. gay. I could see it, honestly. It is so queer. And it's actually kind of explains a lot. It was shot in Northern Oregon in St. Helens. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the Halloween Town that I go to. I went last year. I don't think I'm going to make it this year. But in the same town where they shot Halloween Town, now here they do a yearly Halloween Town. It's called Spirit of Halloween Town. Mm -hmm. And they put up that big pumpkin from the movie in Mm -hmm. the town square. And it's the same town square as the movie. And they just have, like, activities. They have people, like, celebrities come and hang out and sign autographs. Last year it was, uh, who played Alice Cullen? Something green. Ashley Green? Yeah. She was there last year, oh, and they have, like, a little haunted house, lots of cute, like, costumes. There was a drag show on the town hall steps when I went last year. Oh, wow. It's really cool. That is cool. Um, and it, I think it was just kind of, like, locally put together and shot, so I feel like a lot of the quirkiness of Halloween Town is, like, sometimes people who live up here in Oregon are, like, it's kind of already Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. It's already the vibe. Mm-hmm. So it, it unlocked and made a lot of sense when I found out where it was shot, and then it was, like, low budget and kind of locally filmed. Right. It's a good one. No, yeah. And I'm also just thinking about Crimson Peak now. Also, one thing about Guillermo del Toro, he knows how to make a monster that scares the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. Like, the ability of his movies with, like, just the design of the monsters is terrifying. Like, did you see Mama? Yes. Mama, like, the plot plot was pretty kind of... I don't want to 
undermine it, but it was pretty standard horror movie stuff. Which I think was because Del Toro, (laughs) he... Like, he does horror, but not in the stereotypical way. And I think that's what's so special about him. I think Mama, like, he was trying to fit more into a mold. Yeah, but... But the design of Mama scared the Creepy. shit out of me. The fingers, dude. Oh my god. Oh, not the fingers. <laughs> the hands. Saying Guillermo brought me to my next Halloween lineup is what we do in the shadows. Okay. Have you seen these casts? I started it. I just started it. I'm on like the oh my god. first few episodes. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So first there's a there's a movie, What We Do in the Shadows, that's by it was like a New Zealand kind of indie film. Mm-hmm. It's got Taika Waititi in it. The original movie's hilarious. It's like these three bachelor dudes who are vampires and they live together and it's just like their life is unbelievably mediocre Mm -hmm. and they're all like kind of losers (laughs) it's kind of got like a what like the office parks and rec kind of vibe like the way it's shot between them yes so that was the original movie which inspired the the hulu series is it a hulu original i don't know it's been on hulu that's where i watch it it's got quite a few seasons now it does five seasons deep but Mm -hmm. the show is equally amazing and i am so in love with all of the characters <laughs> yes um it's incredible it's so funny it's yeah if you haven't watched it it's like what if parks and rec was raunchier and like for people who love vampires mm-hmm. and goth shit mm-hmm. it's hilarious so highly recommend that's gonna be probably a yearly watch for me i'll just rewatch yes. all of it no matter how deep they get into the the series also wait Okay, never mind. It says from the same name of the Taika Waititi movie. I don't think he directs this one or is involved. It's so good. Program creator is Jermaine Clement, Clement, who I think was on the original movie. But Taika is not on this one. Taika's up to other shit these days. He is. He do be up to other things. Yeah, looking good, being Taika. (laughs) Having a cool name. Yeah, having a badass name. Do you got any other movies that you think of or shows? Any other movies? Uh, I feel like there are. I'm just not thinking of them right now. I know. I'm going to probably kick myself yeah. for forgetting a favorite. Yep. Because I do. I I think we hit all of the good like childhood ones, the classics. Right. But I'm trying to think of ones that I watch now. I know. It's it's harder. Why is it harder to remember things I do as an adult than things that happen because to me when I was a Because we're on autopilot and yeah. <laughs> we don't remember our lives. Because we're dead inside we're and dead our brains are crisp. Yeah. That's why. Oh, uh, yeah. I also love to just get back into like fantasy series that I love. I'm a big fantasy person that yes. I love in the fall because I feel like they're cozy. Yes. Like I'm rewatching Game of Thrones right now mm-hmm. and um, just watched the new season of Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. I read those books. What about. By um... the way, for, this is off of movies, but have you heard about The Secret History by Donna Tartt? I have. I've been dying to read it. I haven't bought it okay. yet, but I want to. It's a really good book. Okay. It's really intelligently written. It's like a mystery thriller, dark academia. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But it's also a very like fall vibe book. So okay. if oh, you're into I reading, read I recommend that too. Yes, yes you do. Um, what do you feel about like Harry Potter? Where would that fall for you? So I do like that as a fall movie. Mm-hmm. I've just been kind of hesitant to talk about Harry Potter because like I loved it so much growing up mm-hmm. and like well into my adulthood mm-hmm. and JK Rowling coming out and being a horrific bigot, like really it for you. It did. Yeah. And I, it's like, I wish I could still find the joy in Harry Potter that I once did. But it's also like watching it now, like it's jarring, like how the goblins are anti-Semitic caricatures. Yeah. 
it's hard you know, to watch like, it like knowing what we know now about her like finding all of those things in the movies it's kind yeah, of yeah exactly disturbing. it just makes it jarring it does and so that was always a good fall vibe for me i did dress up as harry potter once growing up i had a really cool robe that my grandma made me but like yeah i've been leaving that off because i haven't watched it in the past couple years around it was usually like a halloween christmas time Mm go-to for me but now it just feels weird it does and it i really like i i guess i am kind of not engaging with it a little bit out of protest but it is just genuinely kind of like soured Mm -hmm. you know even if i didn't want to Avoid any of it out of protest. Yeah. So thanks for nothing, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, thanks for the Piece horrible disappointment and like yeah. <laughs> atrocities that you've. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Although still love all the computer games of Harry oh, Potter yeah. that I played growing up. The Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets PC game yes. is the best game I've ever played and will ever play in my entire life. I don't think I played the. I wonder if it was the same as the the PlayStation one that I played. It was a little bit different because okay. I've seen I've seen both. Yes. God, but... I need to we need, I need to find a way to like have you play that and change your life. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, I think we'll probably wrap up. Mm-hmm. I thought this. I th- I felt like we were talking forever. I did too. But we're still but... at a pretty reasonable time. Yeah. We. This was like this will probably be a shorter episode, which is fine. Yeah. We're professionals. We are. Um, <laughs> we have a time limit. Exactly. But I hope you all have a wonderful Halloween show me your costumes yes please i want to know i'll be doing some cool makeup on the day of halloween as is my tradition yeah we are gonna see if any of our halloween episode uh, visual stuff is salvageable mm-hmm. we're gonna we work will... on it oh one more one more update i just thought of i always do this where i start wrapping up and then i'm like never mind <laughs> if you follow me or cassie on like instagram or tiktok we did a if you guys know who Danielle Walsh is, she's a Northern Irish legend who basically gets on TikTok with her incredible Northern Irish accent and she mixes drinks that like should kill, kill a, a horse. A person, yeah, at yeah. least. And then, yeah, and then she drinks it down in like three gulps with like a big fat straw <laughs> and she's wild. She's on a road trip right now through the US. Cassie, have you been seeing these updates? I have been. Like she started out, I believe in... Um in anaheim california yeah and like yeah. days after i left yeah i was like and she had like she had commented it on our video and saved it and i'm mm-hmm. like girl we could have collabed we barely right? missed each other ships passing in the night danielle walsh please hit my line please um, but anyways in the <laughs> spirit of spooky season the most recent tiktok i saw from her <laughs> she was like she like didn't know that motel eights are sketchy in the u.s oh no like she's like guys we checked into our motel eight and literally 10 minutes later they brought a dead body out of the room next to us (laughs) what danielle so she's she is cracking me up watching her get like the full american experience like she's like road tripping and stopping at gas stations and getting slushies and seeing dead bodies taken out of motel (laughs) eight the Um, american experience yeah american dream eagle screech (laughs) gun firing (laughs) um rip to that person at motel Mm -hmm. eight though sorry man yeah oh my gosh i'm going to see hosier tomorrow night what did i know yeah did you tell me that 
I think so. Oh my god, I'm so... Wait, did you tell me that? I don't think you told me that. <laughs> did I forget? Oh, no. that, would, that would be Wait, on no. me. No, I think I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I think you told me when we're you were both, out I'm going to say we're both at fault. Yeah, I'm going to be... It's going to be the biggest concert I've ever been to. I'm usually more of like a smaller metal band concert Is it out? kind of person. Yes, which are so It's at like a huge stadium. It's at okay. the center here. And I'm gotcha. like way up on a balcony. But I think but it'll I be think fun. Andrew Hosier and I we're gonna lock eyes. I'm like gonna oh, be like 500, 500 feet away up on a balcony, but we're gonna it's lock gonna be eyes. That, yeah, it'll be that Wattpad moment that you've always dreamed yeah. about. He'll feel that we're both tall and share. I have some Irish lineage. We're gonna feel yeah. the bond. I'm actually not very attracted to Hosier on like a very physical level, but the no, beautiful siren esque nature of his just, voice and the poetry exactly. of his his work. That'll do it. Yes. That'll do. That'll do it for sure. <laughs> do like any just if a man is in touch with his emotions and is able to put out art like that. Yeah. You're attractive no matter what you look like. In- yeah. Instantly tucking my hair behind my ears. Twirling blushing, my hair, giggling, blushing, kicking yeah, my all feet, those things. <laughs> laying on the ground, kicking my feet. <laughs> but yeah, I'll yards. let you guys know next time how how hosier went. Mm-hmm. And I hope you have a great Halloween. And I hope you trick or treat. Yes. Eat some candy. Watch the shows I recommended to you under penalty of death. Please. Um, and we love you again. This is so Lauren much. talking. This is Cassie, Cassie talking. So now you know. We love yes. you. And don't Talk forget it. We love don't forget you so it. much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.